Live Deliciously, the official, unofficial A24 Bracket Podcast. My name is Andrew Whalen. I'm Cyrus. I'm Diadius. I'm Sarah Chambers. Take it away, Cyrus. Tale of the tape for today's episode, Waves, the 25th seed versus Barely Lethal. 104 seed, not barely legal for you porn addicts out there. Barely lethal. <laughs> Wait, is Wait. that what it references? Yes, that is what it references. Yeah. Is that a serious question? Oh, I'm going <laughs> to talk re- about I don't, it. I, so barely legal is like a porn thing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like 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 a production company? No, it's, um, it's like, like the a, the... idea that the girl's not old enough to yeah. be having sex. Basically, she's barely old. Enough. Barely, yeah. like she's like eighteen, nineteen. It's, there's like a bunch of DVDs and stuff. That yeah. that's the title of this yeah. movie, in my opinion. <laughs> Waves um, traces the journey of a suburban family led by a well-intentioned but domineering father as they navigate love, forgiveness, and coming together in the aftermath of a loss. Released December sixth, twenty nineteen. Written for the screen and directed by Trey Edward Schultz, who also directed Krisha and It Comes at Night, starring Taylor Russell, Kelvin Harrison Jr., who was phenomenal in this movie, Alexa Dime, and Sterling K. Brown. And then with Barely Lethal, logline is the following. A teenage special ops agent coveting a normal, quote-unquote, adolescence fakes her own death and enrolls in a suburban high school. She quickly learns that surviving the treacherous waters of high school is more challenging than international espionage. Who would have thought? <laughs> Released April 30th, 2015. Directed by Kyle Newman, who's also directed The Hollow and Fanboys. Written by John Diarco. Starring Haley Steinfeld, Jessica Alba, who barely even is in this fucking movie, mm-hmm. and Samuel L. Jackson. And Sophie Turner. Yeah, it's like she's the lead. <laughs> Where's their name on her? Well, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, Haley's the lead. Sophie. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> guys, this is going to be a really close call for me. Yeah. I don't really know where I'm leaning yet. We watched Slice, which was a very bad movie. Watching Slice, I was able to like continue watching the movie for barely. Like I had to like check my phone so I could continue watching the movie. It is an extremely painful watch. I could not stand this movie. I hated it. There was a couple moments that I can talk about that I thought were like whatever fun or funny or interesting but um broadly speaking i hate everything single thing about this movie uh i hate the movie's politics i hate the movie's writing i hate most of the performances except for sophie turner who does a great job and samuel jackson who just like can't help but being charming which is like part of why i don't like the politics of this movie i, I got it i can't someone else say something <laughs> it was like a fever dream seeing yes. the a24 logo and then jumping into what felt like a disney channel original movie mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw on Letterboxd a review saying this is the most on A24 movie, A24 movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it's shocking. I I do want to talk about the uh, opening credits animation, which I was like, kind of, when I saw it, I was like, okay, like, it's kind of interesting. Like, movies don't really do this in the, anymore. And it was like a whole thing, like, explained the whole premise of the movie. Yeah. Or like MK Ultra yeah. kind of program. Yeah. And like how she was like, oh, I'm going to get out of here and like escapes. And then like the movie just starts and they just do it All again. Over again. <laughs> and it's yeah. just like, that's when I like was like, okay, this is a in this movie. Um, How'd you feel about that green screen? Which? When she's like hanging out of the helicopter. Oh, I mean, yeah. What? Like. <laughs> That was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. That cash kid was pretty cool, huh? Oh, my God. What a babe. <laughs> just, like, such a douche and, like... I that just, kid would have been 
bullied to the point where he had to leave my high school uh yes and like when he she's like bombing on stage which like she goes to school and she's like like international like foreign exchange yeah foreign exchange yeah foreign exchange and they like put her on the stage and like just to talk and i'm like it's just the sins of this movie where it's like what the fuck is this like this would never happen in real life and then she's like bombing on stage and gooch is yelling at her from (laughs) the crowd being an absolute monster um and everyone's eating it up because like everybody loves gooch and and then the fucking (laughs) cash comes out from the behind the stage just like singing and playing guitar and everyone's like it's so he's so cool i'm pretty sure they say he has like a song on the itunes chart yes that's like a part of this movie his band emoticon and everyone's emoticon. like oh we love him hey, that's a fire name for a band <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't, I, the fact that gooch was silent for cash to come out and sing his song like if i was gooch i would have been all over that personally that's the thing that i thought too i was like if he's making fun of the other the the polite he's definitely clowning right 100 percent clowning right. emoticon but like everyone treats him like he's like some like uh, he's the he's the like king of the school cash yeah yeah oh my god and like the ridiculous, I just, everything about this movie. I, I have to ask a question because I think I blacked out because I disliked <laughs> this movie. Um, the father of the family she stays with. Topher Grace. Is Topher Grace. Yeah. Who we see in a, a photograph. Yep. Does he ever make it? Nope. nope. Okay. nope. <laughs> Literally a photo cameo. A photo cameo is what we get. Because I was like, okay, like Topher Grace. And then I never saw him and I was like, did I miss like a whole part of this movie? Because I know they're like divorced, but I was like, maybe she'll help the parents reconcile. I don't know. You'd think because they kind of like seemingly set that up. Why is his picture in there? I don't know. Uh, I have a couple other things that I've written. I didn't take many notes during this movie because it's like, what can one say about this movie? But uh, a couple things um, from so a couple quotes in the movie. Sketchier than a 2 a.m. Waffle House. I really took offense to that because 2 a.m. is the best the and best arguably only house. appropriate time to be in Waffle House, in my opinion. At one point, someone said Gooch's rents are out of town, which I just I just put I love when Gooch's Iconic. rents are out of town. <laughs> Someone said, come on, Cash, do you want to hang out or bang out? I don't remember who said that. <laughs> Probably the science teacher who's obsessed I with him. I think it was the science teacher. <laughs> you didn't write down um, something. What does she say? It's like, but I have to be home by 10 because I have a curfew. When she's like, tell her to bring everything she's got, but I have to be home by 10 because I have a curfew. Yeah, it's just so cringe. I did love, at one point, a little, a little synchronicity with our movies. At one point, Gooch uh, reveals that he wants to be an actor. Uh, in this really weird scene where like one of the other main characters is hanging out with him in a tub. Dove Cameron. Yeah, like I was like, star. he's just opening up now. This is totally like, wh- where are we? Where is this coming from? He was drunk, I'm assuming. Yeah, That's definitely. probably why. Completely unearned. But yeah, but it was just <laughs> completely unearned. Like, I think the character development was very touching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he said something like, oh, I'm no Vera Farmiga. And I was like, word, Lols. like putting some respect on her name. <laughs> um, she's great. Uh, I thought the... Um, Jessica Alba being in here for like three scenes and it was just like she's hot so she just seduced so the other weird. did she seduce the other like agent and that's why she's like I think Sophie Turner like wanted to take down our lead yeah and, yeah like, it was like I can do this with her yeah but that was the casting felt so haphazard to me I was like what yeah. the fuck is happening and then at one point like Jamie I think her name is Jamie King was in this movie I was like, this is weird. And then I found out she's married to the director. So I was like, okay, that makes that one makes a little bit more sense. But the casting, she's like the older agent, the blonde one. Yeah. Um, Her character name is Analyst Knight. Okay. 
Oh yeah, I think she's like barely in it just for yeah. like a second. Um, the fact that when I said I don't like this movie's politics, the fact that the 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 whole thing in this movie is that this Knox character played by Jessica Alba is like their number one enemy, mm-hmm. and she keeps dropping hints that like she knows this organization really well, and she's like saying these like things like oh like maybe you should question like whatever. And the fact that she ends up just being evil mm-hmm. and the point is not like, oh, she was a member of this organization that, that steals children or grows them in a lab. It's unclear and trains them to be assassins from birth ends up just being fine. And this Knox character is just evil and like they take her out and everyone's happy instead of like, hey, help me take out this organization, which is evil, this quasi military organization, which is definitely evil. Like they just... They just are like, nah, like, no, we're going to have, like, a redemptive arc with Samuel Jackson. Like, oh, he's her dad. Like, they love each other or whatever. And it's like, he's like, on one scene, they play it for a joke. that Like, some little girl's, like, trying to disarm a bomb. And it, like, blows up. And she's, like, wearing a suit or something. And she's like, eh, he messed up. And he's like, that's why we wear the suit. And it's like, that shit is fucked up. And, like. (laughs) He gives up on our main girl pretty quickly, too. They do, like, one flyby. And then he's like, she's dead. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, uh. Are you not going to go down there to look for her? Right, right. She's right there. Like, Call it. She's dead. On company time. Oh, man. There were some absurd scenes in this movie. Um, the driving, not going to the hospital, and it's like they're just making out in the hospital now. The um, Gooch and um, the other character. The sister. The sister. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? That that was completely random. Completely random. Sister's just horny. She, she just trying to pretend like she's not horny the whole whole movie. Oh yeah. She's well, like, she just takes up after really her mom. Into Gooch. Yeah, yeah. She just takes up after her mom, who was just like amazing, like ridiculously horny after Sim for Simula Jackson. All of a sudden, immediately, immediately, yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, a couple things I did like about this movie, I will say. Uh, Rob Hubel's character occasionally managed to squeeze some genuine laughs out of me. He's the the father of Henry, I believe, or Bernard. Oh yeah, he was good. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a couple, not all of his lines yeah. were good, but like I, I just genuinely enjoy Rob Hubel's like throwaway goofy roles. Um, Steve-O shows up to be a torturer, <laughs> but it, he's <laughs> so great. weird. Yeah. He was great. He was like also like super understanding. And, like, oh, yes. That's okay. He does the like bit of like she's just she just is looking for acceptance, like whatever, like like calling out like word for word, like the emotional beats of this movie, but like in a way that I found very charming. Um, and then I did crack up when when Sophie Turner appears at the party and reveals that like she's here to like fuck up uh, our main character's plans uh, or 84. So if he turns 84, 83, AKA Megan is the main character. And they're like having this like intense argument in the bathroom talking about like, you know, their past as like assassins and whatever. And then they like leave and then the camera pans over and there's this skinny kid who's just like sitting on the <laughs> toilet and he just like looks and he's just like, what the fuck was that? I, I cracked up with that. I thought that was funny. Yeah. I think the best scene was honestly them fighting in the, in the, um, the fighting scene, the like one of the final scenes at the big party, which again is it's just super random that like the love the the girl just like she likes the dude, she likes the um she likes cash. It's like why? Yeah. <laughs> like why does she like like her her mission is just supposed to be to eliminate this person. All of a sudden she's like I want to take the um the leads like love interest love interest yeah i was like what the fuck is going on they seem to be competitors like from birth yeah or test tube or whatever they just however these children were conceived they just try to do this mean girls thing the whole time which they like call out she like watches all these like other movies and they try to like 
play up on that similarity in a way that just doesn't work. It ends up being a lot more like Mean Girls 2, if you've ever seen it. Uh, <laughs> what happens in Mean Girls 2? Love too? that you're making it's this reference. Horrific movie. It's so bad. I don't remember, but it's like an equally terrible movie. But it's like a little bit better served by the fact that it's only doing one thing instead of doing the two things here, where it's like a secret agent movie and also a high school drama. At least Mean Girls 2 is only a... Poor Tim Meadows. He's the only character that shows up in Mean Girls 2 that was in Mean Girls 1. He clearly just needed a paycheck because that movie is just god awful. I gotta uh, ask, like, who the hell greenlit this title? <laughs> what barely, What were they thinking? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Have you guys ever seen Green Gross Point Blank? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Is that a play on pornography too? Like, no, okay. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, it, it, all this movie made me think was like, I should go watch Gross Point Blank again because it's John Cusack playing an assassin who gets sent on a job where he has to go back to his hometown and. At the time that he's going back to his hometown, his high school reunion is happening. Oh, that sounds much better. And he ends up, uh, like, linking up again with his old high school fling mini driver. Oh, love. I'm enjoying this more and more as you talk about it. And it has this whole, like, romance thing, but also his uh, his handler is um, – or no, his competitor is uh, – fuck, what's uh, one of the um, – I've seen images. It's like a beloved movie, right? Yeah, it's yeah, really, yeah. it's a really fun movie. It's uh, one of the Ghostbusters. Um, is his like Dan Dan Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd okay, is I'm watching yeah. this. Movie it's tonight. so good. It's ridiculous, but it's like a very nineties. Alan Arkin's in this too. What? Yeah, it's a wacky movie. Yeah, uh, I'm watching that tonight. And it does a better job of, of like walking that line of of like he's a murderer, but also it's like a romance thing going on. Mm-hmm. It's still goofy, but it's it's fun. So check this out. This is probably one of A24's biggest flops. Budget, $15 million. Box office, 933000 Oof. Yikes. Oof. Ow. What was... Who, who... $15 million. It was not a cheap movie to me. Yeah, I was about to say. I don't... I'm not very good at, like, what's an expensive movie and what's not, but that sounded like a big number to me. When thinking about it, I can only assume, like, maybe to get Jessica Alba and Samuel L. Jackson yeah. to kind of, like... You know, big names in like a flop of a movie, but I mean, they are in a plane, they are in a helicopter. There is like a car scene. There's like there is explosions, so I yeah. can definitely That's see true. this being very pricey when it gets up there. Um, which is like, how did this green greenlit knowing that it would cost this much to make the movie and that everything about it is not polished? Poor Haley Steinfeld, because this movie really made me. I was like, I hated her character. I know, so and much. I actually do like her, and I feel like as a celebrity, she gets a lot of hate. She's like one of those people that people really like to not like. But yeah, I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, get her off of my TV right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> the poster is really funny. It's just um, her hands on a gun, and it's just like pink. Um, it's just like pink, like I guess blots behind it which is it doesn't really play on the whole barely legal thing which i thought was kind of interesting why would they take that title and play with it but then not incorporate it in the poster none of this feels like it was planned out to me no no it's very poorly i mean and there's like again like uh, the thing that disturbed me the most is like all of these kids are these are people who are supposed to be in high school High school seniors, I believe. And it's like, they are not of age. Why are we making this many sex jokes? Why is the teacher into the student? It was just like, oh my God, this is just very inappropriate. And yeah. and it's like, I can't really see who would laugh at this other than kids who don't know any better or who are just like coming to their own as far as like, you know, knowing about sex and like making like very like kid jokes, you know? Even then, I just, I, I just feel like this movie, like, it's one of those movies where 
like it makes me angry how badly the writer d- doesn't understand high school mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. do we have anything else to say about this movie or no i'm done call it for ways you know it's funny it, it kind of reminds me like seeing samuel L. jackson reminds me of the kingsman because it's like he's like playing that same role it's just like it's in this movie um, and so I can definitely see the parallels for like why they decided to go with him and why he was like, yeah, I'll take the check. Like a quick cast bit. Yeah. yeah. Like a quick cast bit. Yeah. yeah. Waves is incredible. Yeah. I don't, I don't We're going to save yeah. that for the next episode. Yeah. Waves is so much to say there. Clear winner here. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Not even close. It's yeah. Got to be like maybe the biggest disparity in a matchup that we've had so far. Which I think says a lot about, I feel Waves might be underranked because Barely Lethal definitely does feel like the 104th film. But Waves being in the top 25, I mean, that makes sense when you think about the, you know, top 25 films of A24. But I felt like Waves should, might be, should be higher. I felt like it might be underseated, in my opinion. But... Yeah, this is a wash. Yeah. yeah. Well, we will we'll, we will figure it. We'll make that decision ourselves. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, any any final thoughts? Fresh meat. <laughs> <laughs> Please edit in a, the sound of someone's ass being slapped. Oh my god! Yeah, talk about fucking. He, he like sexually assaults mm-hmm. her like immediately when she walks in high school. First day of school. <laughs> you just like first few steps into me, the school. If someone did that to me my first day of school, I would turn around and go home and never go back to school. Yeah, or like someone arrest this man. Like I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, congratulations to Waves for the most shallow victory ever. Thanks for listening, folks. As per usual, you can find us on Twitter at deliciouslypod or on Instagram at livedeliciouslypod. You can also email us at livedeliciouslypod at gmail.com and find our bracket and fill out your own at challenge.com slash A24. That's challenge.com, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E.com slash A24. Thanks for joining us. Bye.